Hello and good evening and welcome to another episode of Religions, Regimes and Refugees and their Multicultural Mess and Secular Scam. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you've had a great, great day and a great weekend uh, coming up. You're all ready for it. Uh, so today we're going to t- um, not waste your time and take go straight into the topic. The topic today is virgins. I'm sure you've heard of virgins before. Uh, virgins, the concept of virgin normally comes from Abrahamic groups, that's Christianity, Islam, and uh, Judaism. So what exactly is this concept of virgins? Okay, so in Christianity, we have the concept of Virgin Mary, the mother of Jesus Christ is a virgin. Uh, she's, she was a virgin, I mean, she never slept with anyone, uh, she never had sex, she never had intercourse, and Jesus was born of, uh, of God straight. Uh, she was inseminated by the Holy Spirit, and Jesus was born of a special, special soul uh, insemination, and she never had any... Um, she never had any intercourse and he was born and she got pregnant and she was born. So it's sort of a miracle, but it's never happened. It's just a story. Um, and the story is, is so hideous, but people all over the world believe in it. You tell them anything, you add God and they believe in it. So from that, you get the Virgin Mary or Virgin Mother. You often hear Christians saying, uh, well, the mother of Jesus Christ is the Virgin Mary mother of Christ. Uh, so she's called a virgin because of the fact that she never had intercourse with anyone, but at the same time, she was still, she still bore a son. Um, and her son's name was, she named him Jesus, or technically Yeshua ben Josef. Now, um, she can't stay a virgin if she's giving birth, she obviously loses her virginity, but she's still called this virgin mother. It's absolutely hideous, like I said. This story also goes into into Islam, and the concept of um, Christianity, concept of virgin, is also taken from Judaic scriptures, that a woman must be a virgin. A woman must be a virgin in order to marry her husband and the fact that a woman is a virgin uh, husband she must bleed when she has intercourse the first time the night of the marriage if not she's not a virgin that means she has been married before she's had intercourse before and that makes her sort of a slut so to speak now where did this concept come from okay um first and foremost it's a very simple concept a very simple concept in the desert of Arabia, okay, in the desert of Arabia, um, the, uh, the tribes over there um, had to cover themselves, cover their hair, cover their head uh, because of the sandstorms. Even today, the men cover their head. You see it all the time. They have their buyers. Men and women cover their heads because of the fact that you have to, uh, you know, be careful of these sandstorms that come all the time. So that's why they need uh, these these coverings. Um, now, over time, as this was a this was originally a very uh, coniferous, uh, you know, tropical area. The area went desert around eight thousand years ago. It became sand, 
and obviously people had to adapt to a new way of life okay those who left left the land some tribes came back and adapted to the land and they have to cover themselves all the time now as usual a, a woman's clothing a man's clothing always tells the class and status of society so as you cover your head if you had more head covering you were um you were of a higher class and your husband could support you or you could support your your husband or because these were matriarchal tribes the tribe was rich there was a lot of trade there was a lot of commerce and the more jewelry she wore the more layers she wore the more um headgear she wore it signified a certain type of class high class status if she wore a single layer okay or, or head coming a single layer that is um that means she was not well off she was of the lower um lower class and very often slave girls okay these same people who uh, tried to portray the virginity of Christ mother mary virginity of the girls of um virginity of the girls of uh of of the land virginity of uh of the women um in their in their religious texts these were the people who all had slaves there was slave um civilization okay there were plenty of slaves around the place and there were sex slaves there were concubines plenty of these people around the place so if you were a woman who was caught in slavery in a war and you were taken as a sex slave uh you were sort of left you know moved from one place to the other and you were sort of left on your own to fend for yourself um to feed yourself sometimes um and even if you were let go you had to you had no one to depend on because everyone worked in tribes everyone roamed in tribes so you really didn't have anyone to lead to lead on so if that happened you had no money no nothing no tribe no food um and you pretty much had to fend for yourself now in this case in this case what would happen is um she would she would resort to the smallest type of clothing possible okay the least clothing because she didn't have any money she was not from the high class status so this high class status meant that uh these women uh sorry these low class status means sometimes women who had no money had to sell themselves for sex okay like prostitutes uh even if they had were not slaves they uh they had to sell themselves as prostitutes earn money and because they had to earn money and put on the table or should i say for their children or whoever was dependent on them or even themselves they were considered uh no morals now the very fact that these men themselves bought them here as slaves in the first place means they had no morals but the onus would not be on the men would be on the women and uh that's why because it's on the women if she had to be a prostitute and sell her slave self she would be called uh she would be a low class woman of society she would not have any status of society and all these people because they were poor they would wear only um one layer of clothing or you know one covering on their head um 
in order to distinguish them from the other uh, layers of other women in society who were high class society who did not have to uh, you know sell themselves as prostitutes in order to um you know, uh, fend for themselves or feed themselves or feed their dependents. Uh, these high-class women were called um, virgins so as to differentiate them from, from the lower-class society as in they didn't need to have to, they didn't have to sell themselves for sex. They didn't have to sell themselves as prostitutes. And the high-class women were, you know, would sit in their tribes, do their work, look after their tribes, or their, um, their tribes would, you know, fend for them, or the tribes would provide for them, their husbands would provide for them. They were high-class status in society. So they were called virgins because they didn't have to sell themselves for as prostitutes or sex. They became the virgins. That means pretty much high class status or upper level of society. This became a concept and anyone who was labeled a virgin meant she was of a higher status and she did not have to indulge in immoral activities to feed herself. All, all this came from a specific context. That means it meant very clearly that if you were called a virgin, you were of a higher class society. Now, society in those days was not like the society we have today. There were tribes roaming the desert. But the concept is still the same. So when we see virgin, it's not the virgin of today. It basically meant that she was high class status. And of course, she didn't have to, you know, undergo underdo any any immoral activities and and this then later got tagged on to the women who were supposed to if they had to show high morals uh they pretty much had to be uh if they if they were high class society then that became attached to the moral aspect of it and the moral and the high class aspect together became another category of uh, basically women in society and this became religious afterwards so from that we got the virgin mary now virgin mary 2000 years ago um i am i'm going to say meant first and foremost that jesus's mother and father was higher class society than people who were poor uh that's all it meant. That means they had money, they had a job, they had work, uh, they could survive, uh, they had a trade. Um, and the trade meant uh, the trade meant they could fend for themselves, they were not poor, they were not bought and sold as slaves, they didn't have to be any prostitutes, uh, any immoral activity, and that is where... Um, they got labeled as Virgin Mary. Um, so in reality, basically, um, it was not all about morals. It was about the status in society. This is not told to us today. What we are told today is that she's of a virgin mother. She, gave a, she was inseminated by the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit impregnated her, and she was born of... Um, she was born of, uh, Jesus was born of her to show that it was a miracle birth. Uh, people don't know this, and this story of this miracle birth was probably added later. Okay, no woman can give birth 
in by in being impregnated by the Holy Spirit, no woman on this planet. You have to have intercourse, but people believe it blindly. Okay, um, and we've added this. Oh, she was of the Virgin Mary, but it more than likely is that she was of a higher status of society. That means she was not a slave. That means she didn't have to sell herself for sex or moral, immoral activities in order to fend, put money in on the table or food on the table. She was of a higher status in society and so was her spouse and probably her tribe because they all roamed in tribes. And this is important to say, but people do not know this. People think that this virgin actually means a miracle. It has nothing to do with miracle. Uh, this became a norm, not just because of Mother Mary, but this became a norm in society. And anyone who wanted to get married then had to be a virgin. And this sort of developed over time. So it was not one day to the other. This mentality, this, uh, this status um, in, in Islam, in the Quran, it's basically people, women, you have to become, by that time it became women, if you, if you had to marry someone, she had to be a virgin. I mean, she didn't have to be um, a slave. She was not a sexual slave, not a prostitute. And a woman who had had sex before is immoral. And that's basically how it came to be to the 6th and 7th century AD. And that's what you see in the Quran. But early on, it came from the concept of women, virgins were people who didn't have, who were not women who were not slaves, women who were not prostitutes, women who were high class society could fend for themselves. And so was their husbands. So did their husbands fend for themselves. Um, so that basically is uh, the concept of virgin. It really, it is a geographical necessity and a societal um, later development um, ideology that developed through society, so social values. Uh, it was never meant to be virgin. Um, you had to be a virgin. That means never had sex before in your life until you got married. That was not the case, but it developed over time and then entered our religious text. And now we think that God has told us, but God has not told us anything. It's really developed out of a basic society and its ignorance of its time but that's what they knew and that's what they 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 lived through we can't really call them ignorant but because that was their way of life uh this has taken many turns and now people who have um to who live together who do not unite in marriage but outside marriage are considered immoral um and that's not right either that's not right because now we've gone the other section other direction and that's absolutely not right um one of the reasons i'm telling you about this is today we've gone the pendulum has gone really the other extreme like i'm saying not only you have to be a virgin before birth um, of course, this is with the religions, Christianity, who developed, uh, um, sort of uh, married this idea that you have to be a virgin before you, you get married or you are immoral, uh, you're, you're, you know, basically you're a prostitute automatically. Um, Islam developed this te technique or this uh, mentality, even Judaism has it. And then over time, it's got worse and worse. And today we've gone to the other extreme one of the extremes is the burqa. 
the burqa, the niqab, um, the hijab, all of these are the same. Uh, basically, they are, they've developed to form this concept of you have to be a virgin, you have to be modest. Uh, it was never the case of being modest or never the case of being women. It was the case about high-class uh, society distinguishing itself from the slave, slave women, the poor class of society. And that's how um, the concept came to be. It was never to be you have to be a virgin or you have to be very, uh, um, a full covering or niqab or hijab or you have to wear um, a veil in order to have respect, to have modesty. Remember, today we have hats, okay? If you go out in the sun, you have hats. In those days, they didn't have hats. All they did was take their veil and put it over their head. And that's how they covered themselves in the sun. It had nothing to do with respect whatsoever, nothing to do with modesty whatsoever. It was a completely different time. And today, it's being forced on someone in order to keep them in ideological chains because they're leaving we have realized that this is absolutely nonsense. We've recognized where the starting point of this was. It's a geographical issue. It's a social issue. It's a society issue that developed over necessity in a particular era where slaves and, and concubines were the norm. Um, and so you have one side, you have this virgin, you have, you're required to be a virgin, you're required to be halal, you're required to cover up with your hijab because that's modesty, that's what God wants. God did not ask for modesty. Uh, this is really a societal issue. Um, and, and forcing your, your women to, to live in a, in a, in a in a hijab or in a niqab or a burqa is basic and by telling them that you're immodest negates everything else that they do and they think that means every time they look at someone whose hair is not covered they think they are immodest uh they are think they think that they are kufa they think that they are uh, immoral um, and you develop this negative sort of back foot image, negative back foot mentality into the person in order to uh, keep them on your plantation, which is not right at all, completely not right. It is forcing someone into a box and the more you force them, the more they want to get out. And that's very important. Um, so I'm not for these burqas, niqabs, veils, whatever the issue, whatever the reason, it has nothing to do with men, with um, being modest at all. Having said that, as I am mentioning that when you put someone in the box, the more you put him in the box, the more he wants to come out. It's very normal. Um, you know, it's like trying to stop a wave. Can you stop a wave? Can you stop a current? You cannot. It's going to go on because we are currents and waves. We are not flat earth. We work in cycles and the cycles are ever moving. Now, one of the reasons I brought this out uh, about these extremes is that I don't watch the Oscars, I don't have TV, but I get updates on the YouTube. And of course the Oscars pass by, I never watched it uh, because I don't, I, there's no way I can watch it without TV or maybe some, some you know, streaming channel, online streaming, I don't have those either. 
Um, however, I got to know about the best dress and the worst dress at the Oscars. Now, um, like everyone else, you get these pop-ups. And there was a TV station in the United Kingdom talking about, this is a British TV uh, channel talking about very clearly about the women at the Oscars, and they wore slut-like uh, outfits. That that was what the word was slut-like. I'm not going to name the person who who was talking about it, but you know what? I agreed with her as much as I don't like and and I think that hijabs, niqabs, uh, burkas are one extreme is not called for it is absolutely extreme and uh, taken out of context completely wearing absolutely nothing to the oscars um these women were wearing tongs and see-through dresses i mean absolute tongs they looked worse than prostitutes i think even prostitutes are, are dressed up better or have more on them than those women um there were bras showing not just your straps, but you know, I mean, one and one half of her body covered in a white silk satin. I don't know what with her bras. Um, th there was no class. It was not even you. I mean, you can be sexy. You can absolutely be sexy, but still be full of class. There are a lot of people who do that. You can, and, and no one's asking you to be covered from full of whole, uh, head to toe. No one's asking you to be, um, no one is asking you to be wearing a burqa, but this was absolutely slut-like. Um, there was no class at that Oscars, what I saw on that list. I mean, there were, there were many people who did dress very well, and kudos to them, my hat's off to them, but there were a lot of people who, you know, want to be celebrities, want to be, um, you know, thinking that showing your... Literally, your your boobs, your your breast, your your rear end, uh, wearing uh, wearing uh, a thong and and going to the Oscars is is worth worth more than two cents. It'll get you attention, but it's getting you the worst type of attention. And when you don't have any honor, you have nothing. You can have all the big light shining on you. You have all the celebrity status. Uh, but you have no honor, you have nothing, and your honor takes very long time to build, but very fast it'll go down. And this is where this country is going. This is what you call the woke, no, woke people. Last year, uh, we had, uh, I didn't even watch it last year, I came to know two days later, Chris, uh, Chris Rock was slapped by Will Smith. So this is the this is the direction the Oscars are going to, and Hollywood and Bollywood and all this nonsense. I mean, excuse me, but I'm really sorry. I, I just stopped watching them a very long time ago. Um, you can slap people now, okay? You can, uh, I mean, they don't like it, but it happens. You never think it'll happen yet, in, you know, 10 years ago. You have people dressing like sluts. Which is one extreme, and then after to have after that you have the problems with these burqa clad women, with these uh, hijab clad women, uh, demanding that we submit to their superiority and their modesty, which is more uh, valuable than the, the regular people. Um, you have so these burqas, niqabs, um, hijabs, 
one side and you have these literal women who are gasping for um attention it's like a drug world out there that they are so desperate they're an alcoholic drug for attention and celebrity status where they are just no honor no class asking for trouble um, without any clothes on, basically, and thinking that this is some high fashion show. So you have these two extremes, absolute extremes, and the bulk of us are in the middle, but it's still just, and you, you know, you know life is about extremes, not extremes always about extremes but they're cyclic so we will go down and we will go up and we will be at all 360 degrees off that angle of the of the circle at one point or the other so we will all pass through it uh but this is just to show you the extremes that have taken place that exist in today's society that is not worth it because nowhere in life are you going to go anywhere with this uh so-called uh hype hypersensed um uh, modesty of covering your head because God said it's your modesty, it's your fate. It's not modesty, it's not your fate, and neither is being a slut on the Oscars carpet, red or blue or beige carpet. All of this comes out from the concept of virginity, my man, my friends. Virginity, which is in the Abraham Abrahamic Bibles and and um, uh, Torahs and Korans, as someone who. Um, which dwell out out of a society to distinguish between slave women and women who were high class. That's all it was. It became into something that was religious, cult-like, um, mixed with ge- geography, mixed with necessity of of the of that time, uh, mixed with hypersense religiosity, um, and now really uh, it's gone into both these extremes so if you force people to be uh, what the moral of the story is is that if you force people to put them in a box and and define themselves by that box you will go the other side that means if you force them to to distinguish between high class and low class instead of really correcting the evils of society but using clothes to differentiate yourself when someone is a slave, someone a poor uh, woman is is suffering as a sex slave or or a prostitute has no um, she has nothing, no one to help her, um, and you make use of her instead of taking care of that. You take care of you know the clothes you're going to wear, the modesty to show that you're going straight to God compared to the other side. Um, when you put people in a box, they will come out of the box and go to the extremes. So all this time, uh, until about 60, 70 years ago, we were forced to be a part of these feudal empires. Women had no rights. Women had basically nothing. Uh, women had... Um, women had no uh, help. They were... They would, bound to their husbands and their spouses and to the men of society they really were not allowed to uh wear what they wanted they have to be morally correct and this is these feudal empires who became religions and and scratched each other's back they forced us into these boxes and once those boxes open the women went completely the other side one side goes to uh wear these become wear these slutless like outfits nowadays and the other side saying you know i've seen all these um 
outfits that you have, all these uh, haram outfits, ha- um, uh, outfits that you know uh, show more skin and more ass, f- uh, for lack of a better term, then should be uh, completely on the edge of life, uh, you know, putting yourself on a silver platter for trouble later on. And so they're forced to go to the other end now. Uh, that's more and more um, burqas, more and more hijabs, more and more niqabs. Um, and and this is a really bad state of, of feminism. This is a bad state of women's affairs. Uh, what is our society going to? Uh, what are the women in society going to be in the years to come, in the decades to come? How are they going to um, overcome this? How are they going to find a balance? You have to know where you came from, how this entire journey, the cycles, the currents that form our waves in order to have that conversation and balance your life and be somewhere in between. Because we will have extremes, but you have to understand these two extremes and understand where, what was the starting point that they came from in order for us to balance it and to uh, be better and rise above it. Otherwise, we will fall in the trap and we will not know how to come out. But this is a story behind um, the concept of virgins. Um, There's a lot of that in the Bible. There is a lot of that in... um, there's a lot of that in the Old Testament. There's a lot of that in the Quran. It's basically culture and uh, a society of Bedouins who lived in harsh desert climate, who developed a so- social way of life, but also uh, tried to se- separate people on the basis of their class, their money, and their tribal status. So on that note, I hope you know, um, I've given you some real uh, things, some real concept to uh, think about. Uh, when you hear about modesty in these religions, just take it and throw it in the garbage bin. You do not have to abide by it. It's just worthless because your modesty has nothing to do. It has to do with the control of your mind. If you do not control your mind, you will go to both extremes. You will not find your balance. Be who you are and you'll be free. And you won't have to put yourself in a box or abide by concepts thrown to you by society. You have to be in control with yourself. The only way you will be in control with yourself is knowledge, my friend. Gain the knowledge, understand the cycles, the currents that form the waves, however far back we can go, whether it's 10,000, 5,000. Understand the journey that life has taken, society has taken, uh, the knowledge of the past, the, the way people dressed in the past, and understand the the context of its time, and you will find out how it's come to be. And from there onwards, you can take control of your life. And that is the most important thing, the control of your life, control of your mind, control of your body, and then you will find your balance. So on that note, I thank you very much. I hope you have a great, great day, and cheers and stay safe.